Hey, welcome to the show. Good to have you along. Hour three already. Time is flying. We're looking at a kind of a gray day. But listen, we're going to get you covered on all the things you need to know. One of the things you do need to know, and you, if you have kids, you already know this. It's it's day one of the spring break. Day one of your kids having to stay home. And if you're in the GTA uh, or in Toronto proper, John Tory, the mayor of, of Toronto, is asking you to keep your kids at home. Stay home as much as possible. Try and entertain them at home. Don't have play dates. Don't mix households. Try and just, you know, I don't know, whip out a board game and uh, keep everybody as safe as possible as we are into this third wave. I was reading this really interesting article about how doctors are now urging schools, which, by the way, the Minister of Education has said, yeah, we're good to go. After this break, schools are scheduled to resume. So we'll wait and see what what happens there. I mean, only time will tell. Our numbers are still climbing. But doctors are urging schools to make coping with anger part of the curriculum during the COVID-19 pandemic. Dr. Shimmy K. Kang is a clinical associate professor at the University of British Columbia, all the way over on what I like to refer to as the left coast of Canada, which I once called home. Um, And she joins the show to talk about it. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Good morning. Great to have you on. So I, I know kids are kids wherever you are across the province. People always like to say, well, we're different. We're different in different areas of the country. But a kid is a kid is a kid. And there are normal stages of development they have to go through. Let's start off by talking about how this pandemic is affecting those normal stages of development if you're a kid. Yes, and you're absolutely right. Um, There is a commonality in the youth brain. Um, I'm going to use the word youth because the brain under 25 is unique. um, And it is driven actually by dopamine to do um, three very important things. Um, Those are risk taking, uh, peer connection and novelty seeking. So trying new things. And these are evolutionary drives um, that um, allowed young people when we were back hunter-gatherers to go out, leave their tribe, venture into new territories and take risks and innovate and adapt. Um, and right now, um, kids are unable to do this um, the same way. They can't go out late at night. They can't go on roller coasters or go to horror movies or whatever it is. Um, And sadly, um, they're turning online um, and doing very dangerous um, and unhealthy things in technology. So we definitely need more education and awareness on um, healthy tech use, as well as very specific um, uh, tools and ideas for them to satisfy these drives um, during stay at home orders. So if all of these drives are evolutional, and they're necessary to development. What is happening to brain development when we when we are restricting them? So, um, you know, this is what I'm very concerned about. Um, you know, but this evolution isn't going to just um, adapt that quickly in 12 months of a pandemic. Um, so what I'm seeing is kids are taking risks online. Um, they're looking at pornography or cyber getting involved in cyber bullying. Um, I have, we know the data shows there's over uh, 800% increased reports in um, cyber bullying and hate, including um, anti-Asian and anti-Indigenous and anti-Black and anti-women. I, I think mm. that's a reflection of un- um, 
channeled energy and anger um, that is misdirected. Um, I have patients in my practice. I have a young man, 16, who discovered girls in the pandemic and went to online pornography, uh, lost his grades, school, social life, got very depressed, shameful, ended up in a suicide attempt. Oh. Both his parents were healthcare practitioners um, in this pandemic, saving lives. Um, and my inbox is full of these stories. So what's happening is um, the, it is triggering the stress response of freeze, fight or flight. Freeze is kids are getting more anxious um, and um, stressed in, in anxiety. Fight, they're getting angry and irritable and even violent. Uh, I've seen that when the Xbox has been taken away or limits have been set. And flight is mental escape. We're seeing upticks in alcohol, drinking, social media addictions, video gaming addictions and what, what have you. So all of this is happening in real time. And you also mentioned alcohol and drug use. Are you are you with us? Yes. Yeah, so we know the data is very clear. Um, you know, alcohol use has gone up in this pandemic. Um, we've also seen an increase in domestic violence. And I think that's true for young people and intimate partner violence as well. And um, and what we're seeing, you know, with revenge um, porn and all kinds of behaviors that are really manifesting as this this perfect storm of, you know, a uh, young brain driven to take risks, seek mm -hmm. um, each other and um, seek novelty, but aren't able to do that through um, kind of regular human activities um, and are turning to technology uh, and to satisfy these drives. Mm -hmm. This is why the school system is a wonderful place that we can immediately apply um, the knowledge and education, teach young people what's going on in their brains and give them alternatives. Um, and, you know, I've been doing this for years um, through the school system uh, and my program called Dolphin Kids and as a professor at UBC. The science is very clear. We know how to do this. We got to get this into teachers' hands and parents' hands. Okay, what does it look like? I mean, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one thinking, how do you teach this to some kid who's like, you know, off the rails here? And how do you... Um, because to me, kids, when they're off the rails, they don't like to be told, oh, well, this is what you're doing. I mean, it might be, is it too late then? Or do you have to get them before they go off the rails? And what does your program look like? It's never too late. Um, the human brain is wonderful. It has neuroplasticity till the moment we die. In fact, young people can learn faster, um, quicker. And so, but it does take consistent practice. Uh, what it looks like, um, you know, you could have assemblies and classes and online classes that first begin with um, coping skills. So, um, you know, take a, a minute of uh, breathing, um, mindfulness, a couple of deep breaths, we can teach young people. And we've done this in our programs as young as two years old, uh, rainbow breathing, box breathing um, techniques that help regulate their uh, nervous system. Uh, we teach mindfulness, we teach uh, positive communication and healthy assertiveness and anger management skills in a fun way. Um, and we teach activities like gratitude journaling, um, or just being grateful, draw a picture of things that you're grateful about. Um, if you can't get outside in nature, bring nature in, change your screensavers and cell phone images, um, bring plants in, connect with nature that is very um, relaxing um, to this young brain as well, and add uh, more physical activity, stand up on your online schools and do 
some uh, jumping jacks and running on the spot. All of this is science-based doable. Um, and um, of course, teachers are stressed right now. They are the second most stressed profession, secondary to nurses. So, you know, we can't just expect them to figure this all out. Uh, we have the science we need. Um, the social emotional uh, learning is already in the curriculum. Uh, we just need to push it forward, make it front of mind, give teachers a support and training and time that they need for it. Wouldn't it help teachers as well? Absolutely. So the evidence is very clear that when teachers teach this and practice it, they too are regulating their stress response. Um, and the simple act of breathing, it is impossible to be stressed and practice deep, slow breathing at the same time, because there's receptors in the top and bottom of our lungs when they are stretched and held. Signal goes to our brain, our amygdala, that we are okay, shuts down that stress response. This science um, is for everyone, and uh, we absolutely have to teach it, not just for teachers, but I just spent a week at the hospital for my health, chronic disease, um, and I met nurses who, for 12 months now, haven't been trained or given um, these coping skills, and I was shocked and saddened, and um, you know, we need to get this into our frontline workers, all frontline workers, some basic coping skills. It takes three to five minutes, um, you know, a couple times a day. Um, this is life-saving. It will reduce cortisol levels, which is linked to um, a, a lower immune system and all kinds of physical and mental health conditions, including high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, mental health, and addictions. So, you know, we, we know how to do this. We know who's at risk. Uh, now we need the public um, and media uh, like this mm -hmm. to get this message out. You know, the risky behavior you were talking about, the kids are engaging in, you know, the cyberbullying, uh, going online uh, to, to search out pornography that they're, you know, not ready to see uh, and, and the like. It seems like, you know, this idea of bringing forth a curriculum during the pandemic is a great idea to deal with, you know, stress. But why not after the pandemic? I mean, just this is coping skills are so important. You know, not everybody's raised the same way. And, and if you don't get these coping skills when you're a kid, Good luck when you're an adult. Like it, the saddest thing is to see an adult that does not have the skill set to cope with, uh, you know, stressful situations. And there are sometimes as an adult, you have to use those skills. Absolutely. These are life skills that, um, and I really have to say, I very much hope and pray that we do not go back to normal. Um, Pre-pandemic, we were on a very dangerous course uh, with rising rates of anxiety, addiction, um, depression. Um, the World Health Organization declared stress as the number one health epidemic. I, I actually was in Geneva, Switzerland around that time. Um, and these coping skills are absolutely vital for all people. Um, and, you know, pre-pandemic, and um, definitely post-pandemic, stress is part of our lives. Um, our world is rapidly changing. Um, and regardless of a pandemic or not, uh, we need to change this dangerous course we were on as a collective humanity um, that actually led to the shocking science and fact that this current generation, Gen Z, is the first in all of human history predicted not to outlive the one that came before them because of chronic unregulated stress. But the solutions are simple and we have a school system that can help us uh, deliver them. All right, I wanna, before I let you go, can you give us an example of one of the, uh, you know, coping mechanisms you mentioned? It's box breathing. Maybe we could leave people with that. 
Yeah. So at our Dolphin Kids program, we use the pod method. So P-O-D. Uh, we start with downtime. So box breathing is very simple. Uh, you basically uh, breathe a bit in the shape of a box so that you can keep those receptors stretched. So it's a deep inhale, a slight hold a exhale and a slight hold, close your eyes if you can, keep your spine straight so that your lungs have room in the rib cage. The key is to slow down your breathing um, and keep it held. Uh, a couple minutes of that, and then transition to the others. Um, if you're working in a group, meaning emotionally check in and, and, and come forth from a place of curiosity, not judgment, and then play, meaning trying new and different things, being open um, to new ideas. We have to play, have a play mindset to adapt and innovate. Uh, brainstorming when you're stuck with a problem is a great way uh, to solve it. So all of those in combination are valuable, um, not just coping skills, but brain optimizers, collaboration, innovation skills. Thank you so much, Dr. Kang. It has been a pleasure talking to you. Have a safe and happy day. Thank you. And I'm so grateful for the media. You guys need it too, because you're also under this chronic stress. So spread this message. I will be box breathing later on today. Thank you very much.